0: So we're here to talk about pets, pet nutrition, and wellness, anything that can help our fur children live a longer, vibrant, and happier lives. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Vital, pet, Vital pet, Life pet Life Podcast. Hi, everyone. Today, we'll be talking about the top most asked questions about cats and kittens with Dr. Amber. Let's get started. This is Donnie, your chief treat lady. And I'm
1: Dr. Amber, your official veterinarian at Vital Pet Life.
0: Hi, Dr. Amber, happy
1: new year. Happy new year, Donnie. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about cats. I love, love, love cats.
0: Yeah, me too. Like I've been trying to Familiarize, like, you know, as everybody knew, I have a a dog, I'm a dog mom, but I do love cats and kittens too, but I have no idea what the cats or kittens, like, really actually need, like, what kind of care, or at the same time, like, how do we really interact with them? Because they seem to be very independent, yeah?
1: (laughs) Yep, and they are very different than dogs. In vet school, they like to say cats are not small dogs, they're totally (laughs) different, so... Yeah, so I'm excited to talk about this today.
0: I know, me too. All right, so let's jump in. Like we do have questions that was um compiled by our team regarding about cats and kittens from Ask Anything by Dr. Amber in our website. So first question, Dr. Amber. How do we introduce a new cat, an adult cat, to a kitty at home?
1: That is a good question and super important because I see a lot of inter-cat aggression. So You know, two cats can be best friends or they can be worst enemies, and so... The biggest thing is that we wanna do a slow introductions. Um, You know, if you already have a cat living in your home, you wanna bring the new cat in and you wanna separate them so that they don't have any face-to-face interaction at first. You know, They're gonna sense each other. They're gonna smell each other. They know that there's another cat in the vicinity, but you don't wanna just jump right in and put them together. So you want them to be able to smell each other, um and then you know even if this process takes like a week or a little bit longer like it's super important um so that we try to prevent them from being enemies and so okay so once they get used to each other just smelling each other they know that they're there together then you can put them closer, still not face to face, you know, where they yeah. can get at each other, but so they can see each other. And ah. so they're seeing each other from afar, but they can't fight. And so once that process kind of takes hold, and they are calmer in each other's presence, then you can start like maybe moving them closer together a little nose to nose. And then <laughs> eventually, just really close supervised time together. Mm. So just really slow in introduction. The other thing that I would really recommend is a pheromone called feel So most cat owners probably have heard of it and it comes in a spray or a wipe or a little plug-in type thing where it circulates in the air. So I've seen a lot of improvement in cats uh, stress and particularly in multi-cat households with feel So mm-hmm. you know when cats come up to you and they rub their chin on you Mm -hmm. um that's it's actually that pheromone that they're leaving on you that uh feel away has been able to manufacture um the cool Mm -hmm. thing about it is that humans can't smell it like i i can't smell it in the air but Mm -hmm. the cats can smell it and it's the calming pheromone for them so feel away Mm -hmm. is uh recommended for that situation
0: that's amazing it's like the opposite of how you introduce dogs because like dogs you kind of wanted them to smell each other right away make a feel if they're pretty much okay together and then yeah. hop outside before going in in one home together wow right That's yeah so slow introduction wow okay let's go to question number two how long do cats live yeah how long do they um, live like yeah is that true they live like seven lives or they have seven lives
1: <laughs> um, I don't really think that's true, but (laughs) I've seen some pretty tough kitties that survive some crazy stuff. Yeah. So the average lifespan for cats is 12 to 18 years old. So most of them will live, you know, into early to mid to late teens. My Mm -hmm. first kitty, she lived to be 18 years old. I had her from elementary school to undergrad. She lived a long time. Was she a rescue? Nope. I was so little, I don't remember where we got her, but she was an indoor-outdoor cat at first and then kind of transitioned to indoor only as she got older. Yeah, she, at 18 years old, she died of kidney disease. Oh, But that, you know, for her, that was a good long life.
0: Yeah. Well, the next question is connected to your experience with cats. Is it true that male cats are friendlier than female cats? I mean, you have a female.
1: Um, Yeah, I never, even in practice, seeing male and female cats, I didn't really see a difference. I think the biggest difference is the breed. You know, torties, which my cat was, she was a feisty tortie. They tend to be like feisty and a little more standoffish. I've met a lot of super sweet orange kitties and Mm -hmm. some that are a little spicy, like redheads, you know. (laughs) So... To me, it's not necessarily male or female, um, but the breed. Although intact male cats, especially like outdoor intact male cats, they just have that drive to fight. And it doesn't, I, I feel like those one, those intact male cats are more aggressive toward other cats. They're just asserting their dominance. They've got t- testosterone coursing through them. And so, Yeah. yeah. Get your cat neutered. That's
0: easy. Okay, the fourth one. Oh, okay. So neutering, yeah, it does like um, connect to the fourth question. This one is like, how long are cats pregnant? Yeah. Long-
1: um. So their gestation is uh, averages sixty three to sixty five days. So just a little over two months, oh. and they can get pregnant over and over and over. I mean, they're not quite as prolific as rabbits, but they can have several litters a year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yes. Again, spay and neuter. Yep. Spay and neuter. (laughs) Okay. Fifth question. What's the good rate for cats?
1: Yeah. So unlike dogs where you have, you know, teeny tiny teacup and Mm -hmm. giant breed dogs, cats are mostly around 10 pounds. (laughs) Most (laughs) of your, you know, common domestic cats Mm -hmm. uh, average about 10 pounds. So rather though than, and I know we've talked about this before, but I think it's super important, their body condition score. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, you should be able to rub your fingers across their ribs and fill those indents without pushing in when they're standing and you look down on them, they should have a little indent at their waist. Yep, a little hourglass figure. Um, Mm -hmm. Normal cats though, normal weight, cats of normal weight have a little fat pad on their bellies between their back legs. You know, it like it kind of jiggles when they walk, but as long as you can feel the ribs and see that indent, that fat pad is normal. I mean, if it's dragging the floor, then that's probably excessive
0: weight. Poor cat. Like, why do they have to? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay, number six. Why do cats eat grass but dislike water? Hmm.
1: Yeah. So domestic cats are descendants of desert cats. So they have the ability to really concentrate their urine and keep more water inside. So because of that, they don't have a big thirst drive. Like if you see a cat, drinking water like a dog lapping, lapping, lapping,
0: Um, that's
1: abnormal, actually. And I would bring your cat into the vet if you see him drinking as much water as a dog. They're just not designed to do that. So as far as eating grass, though, I think that most of the time they just like it. They like the taste. They like the roughage. A lot Mm. of cats and dogs, for that matter, in the wild will eat grasses like that. So most of the time I mm-hmm. think it's just, it's, they like it. Occasionally yeah. you can see them if they have an upset stomach, mm-hmm. you know, chew mm-hmm. on that and it causes them to throw up cause they can't digest the fiber in the plants or nutritional deficiencies, but that's really uncommon. If they're on a, you know, high quality, well-balanced diet that shouldn't be an issue.
0: Oh yeah. So maybe this reason why cats have like kidney issues
1: Yeah, I think that it hasn't been definitively proven, but don't take this as Dr. Amber said it, and it's absolutely true. But Mm. I do think that when we're feeding kibble to cats, they may Mm. be constantly dehydrated and that could definitely hurt their kidneys. So I don't have a kitty in my house right now, but if I did, I would probably feed them like 90% wet food.
0: Yeah, I think so
1: just to have more water intake because mm-hmm. they don't drink.
0: They're just yes.
1: not made that way.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I got the HydroCare Goo for Tuxedo so that I could encourage him to drink, but it was supposedly for cats, and I have no idea that there was a certain supplement or you know product out there that encourages cats to drink water. Yeah, but For Tuxedo, I just need to put a little, 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 little tiny bit and put in his water, and he yeah. thinks that, Another meal, so he drinks more. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that he likes it. <laughs> yeah, so that's why, like now, I'm like, oh, maybe I can put a little bit of broth. Like I've been trying to make broth from from scratch, and i have been putting it in his water. And I'm glad he's drinking water. And yeah, I feel like too he he likes and he realizes like how important water is because like he likes to mark and he pees, and I could feel that he feels so much better. He's more yeah. like active healthier like i can see how how much of a spike like he can run around his activity level really went up now that he gets to drink more water pee so we have more time outside so yeah water is very important yeah yeah definitely okay let's go to the next question okay why do cats sleep so much i don't know that Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, So you think of wild cats, where our domestic cats descended from and they're hunters. And so most hunting animals, wild cats, they sleep most of the day to conserve energy so that when some kind of prey comes by or they need to hunt, they have a lot of energy saved up to hunt. So our domestic cats still have that in them. And so that's why you'll see, you know, sleeping most of the time, but then they have these short bursts of, uh, you know, running around the house or playing with toys, but it's really like a short, uh, strong burst of energy. And then they have to sleep it off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, I wouldn't know, cause I, I don't own a cat, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Kinda of reminds me of like the mountain lion. <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah you barely no one haven't seen him for like years and all of a sudden during covid he just started walking off oh wow all right next question (laughs) it's a different topic (laughs) maybe we can talk about (laughs) wild animals eventually (laughs) yeah yeah okay what vaccinations do cats need yeah what do they need is it a regular routine vaccinations shots that dogs get or like what did they have? Yes. So the
1: only one that's really the same in both animals is rabies. So mm-hmm. rabies is required by law. And uh, fortunately, it's not super common in the United States these days, about one to two or three people a year die of rabies in the United States. But there's still tens of thousands of people that die of rabies around the world. So it's a real threat. And because of the high mortality and the threat to humans, as far as I know, every state requires rabies by law. So they have to be usually 12 to 16 weeks old before we can give them a rabies vaccine. Um, The other core vaccines for cats is the FVRCP vaccine. So that covers Khaleesi virus, it covers Mm -hmm. feline herpes. And oh. panleukopenia. So we call it the feline distemper shot. Um, mm. It's kind of a misnomer because that panleukopenia we call feline distemper is actually a feline parvovirus. So okay. it acts the same. I'm sure, you know, a lot of people are familiar with parvovirus from uh, dogs. So yeah. it, the same thing happens in cats severe vomiting, diarrhea um immune oh. suppression and death like it's a very serious disease so i recommend every kitty get that fvrcp or distemper combo shot um mm. so they'll go through their kitten series with that and then continue as adults. And then the last one, feline leukemia is outdoor cats are more at risk for it. But what I usually recommend is that even if they're going to be indoor only kitties, you know, there's a risk that they escape or, you know, have contact with another kitty. So yeah. I do recommend that kittens at least get the kitten series of feline leukemia because that protects them when they're young and they're most vulnerable for getting mm-hmm. feline leukemia. Um, mm. There's, a couple of other shots that have been on the market here and there like the fiv or the fip i have never given a cat those vaccines i don't think that they're really effective Mm -hmm. and um they're not that common either not that the diseases are not that common but they just every vet clinic that i've worked for does not stock those vaccines because we just don't find that they work that well so uh distemper and leukemia
0: and rabies are the core vaccines for cats. Wow, well, thank you for enlightening us, Dr. Amber, because <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay, number nine, the best supplements for cats or kittens. What can you recommend? Yeah,
1: um, so I think that most cats and dogs can benefit from fish oil. I just think they're so mm-hmm. good for their health, their overall health. And so from kittens, um, I would say, you know, eight to 12 weeks old, you can start giving them salmon oil. Mm-hmm. And then when I've used uh, glucosamine chondroitin a lot in older cats, I think that cats, they can be tricky to diagnose with arthritis. I think that they're a little more, it's just harder to see their signs sometimes because they do yeah, sleep I heard a that- lot. I think it's more evident in dogs, if that makes sense. Like cats hide it better, yeah. I think. Yeah. If you have an older kitty who's, you know, maybe sleeping more or not going up and down the stairs like they used to, like I would definitely recommend a veterinary exam, but I think mm-hmm. the glucosamine and chondroitin can really help. Help. just lubricate just for like joints, a... decrease inflammation yeah,
0: yeah. yeah and these are just like the basic right when do you think at what age do you think you can start supplementing with glucosamine with chondroitin for cats Um to, or five? yeah
1: I would say so like well. middle age mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. okay just like dogs then yeah again supplement, supplements are pretty much more preventative yeah. yeah you shouldn't be giving it because you see the need or I mean you know but I think if you're more proactive owner yeah i think yeah definitely
1: and you know we've talked about this in dogs but it's equally as important in cats is to keep them at a good weight make sure they're active mm. that they're getting a high quality diet i mean that's going to go a long way just for their overall health but to keep their joints healthier too without that extra weight and inflammation that comes along with weight which. You know, I think indoor kitties are safer. Like, it's just a dangerous world out there, but they tend to get really heavy (laughs) because they just don't have as much opportunity to exercise. So um, we just want to, you know, give them as much playtime as we can, feed them an appropriate amount so we're not overfeeding for their activity level. And then um, those supplements to keep their joints and their heart and skin and all all the other good things that uh, salmon oil
0: does for them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think you just answered the last question, (laughs) which is like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, um,
1: the thing, the other thing I didn't mention, there have been studies that show that salmon oil decreases the progression of kidney disease, which is a big, oh. a big cause of like, Death it's kittens. a big disease in cats. I mean, lots of cats mm. get kidney disease. And so salmon oil mm-hmm. can decrease inflammation in the kidneys and slow the progression of kidney
0: disease too. That's amazing. Well, there you go, guys. Fish oil or salmon oil. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Amber. Like, this is such a good, good discussion regarding cats and kittens. Like, I would want to have more conversation and education out regarding, like, cats. Because, like, as I said, like, I have no idea how to take care of cats. And I've been slowly getting myself involved with the kitten rescue. Like, I've, I literally just talked to the, the lady that rescues the kittens. And she was talking about, like, how feral cats are pretty mean. And then at the same time, like... Um, um, they have a really good way of like hiding their sickness yeah as you mentioned yeah for sure. they can yep. yeah unlike dogs right dogs are pretty dependent on uh, yeah their own yeah talk people that has cats and also fosters and help these animals yeah i think the more we get to know stuff that you know about how to take care of these animals we can put it out there to our audience and at the same time to our clients in vital pet life yeah how important yeah don't forget to follow our channel for more talks about pets tips, advice, and fun stuff.
1: Happiness, vibrance, and longevity for our fur babies and our planet.
0: Thank you for tuning in, our dear listeners. And this is Donnie, your chief creed lady at Vital Pet Life.
1: And this is Dr. Amber, your official veterinarian at Vital Pet Life. Have a pawtastic day. Until next time. But she was kind of an indoor... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Something just fell off my wall. It's okay. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Maybe it's the energy of your cat. Okay.
1: Energy (laughs) of your cat. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Let me back up.